All right, let me tell you uh, a little bit about our Spotlight sponsor. It's Real Estate Agents I Trust. If you're entering the real estate market, either as a buyer or a seller, it can really feel like, you know, what's up? Is it really good or really bad? And it depends. State to state, area from area. A few years ago, we started the uh, group called Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it was designed as a free service for you, whereby we connect you with the nation's top real estate agents, the ones that we've done our homework on, and we say, we feel these are the best in the area. They know how to get the ball moving. They know how to keep the ball moving. They know what to do to your house, how to adjust so it can sell. Real estate agents I trust. The name says it all. Whether you're buying or selling, contact us. Please, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. All right. Now, number two begins in a moment. 15 seconds. Is it the Glenn Beck program, or should it be referred to as the Dr. Beck program? Good question. I mean, good question. Jill Biden's a doctor. I'm mm-hmm. a doctor. Right. You know, she got her she got her doctorate degree by standing up and going up the stairs, and it's receiving mm-hmm. same thing I did. Same thing. Same exact. You thing. went right up to the podium, and and were handed yours as well. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. I saw it. Yeah, I saw it with my own eyes. So what? I didn't have to go through the four years or however long it took her so? to be. So so what? <laughs> the Doctor Beck program continues in sixty seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. Why are you laughing at that, Pat? Why are you laughing at no, that? No, I just, I'm just, I was I'm a thinking doctor of something of from humanity. earlier today. Oh, were you? Yeah, I'm yeah. a doctor of humanities. with it, your doctor of humanities. Means everything about humans. Mm-hmm. I, I'm you a know doctor on I know, I know it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? What's better about mine? I instinctively know it. Yeah. That's what right. that means. You didn't have to go to school to know to, it. You don't even have to go to school. This guy is so bright. He knew he, it through osmosis. Yes. Amen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> so the Dr. Beck program continues now. So if you're in the age range where you're starting to think about joining a seniors group. <sighs> getting pretty close. Shut up. Or if you're already a member of one. Pat. Darn close. <laughs> it's important to know that there are not uh, not only uh, other options, but in fact, there's a better option than AARP. It is AMAC. AARP. A-M-A-C. You're going to get all of the benefits that you've been looking for. In fact, I think better benefits. But you're also going to be involved with a conservative activism group on the ground level. Right now, AMAC is continuing to drive the focus on the COVID nursing home deaths uh, front and center by backing support bills and pressure campaigns. Uh, Gee, I I don't know about you, but I'd like to see uh, Governor Cuomo actually have to answer for all of the deaths that he caused uh, and not with like, you know, being appointed to attorney general. That might be a bad message to send him. 
This is the kind of thing you don't get from AARP. You get it with AMAC. They fight the good fight and become a member today. The benefits are great. The cause is even greater. The cause is our freedom. Join now at amac.us slash Beck. There is power in numbers. Join amac.us slash Beck. AMAC is better. Better for you. Better for America. Well, the New York Times is here to explain the COVID vaccine is here and they'll explain how it arrived with stunning speed. That's the headline. COVID vaccine is here and we'll explain how it arrived at stunning speed. Now, I don't I'm going to I'm going to break this down into normal terms because I I am I am a doctor in in uh, Mm. economics and capitalism as well. Oh, Wow, yeah. I didn't realize. I, I knew about humanity. Do, hu- I... do humans engage in economics? <laughs> yes, they do. Right. Yes, horses don't. And horses don't. So obviously, they, they are humanity's degree are applies. Dogs capitalists? <laughs> nope. Nope. No, they are not. My doctrine of humanity. So don't I don't know a single a feline entrepreneur. Not exactly. One. Not one. There's all these like dog hotels and you're like, hey, that's fantastic. Finally, mm-hmm. dogs get it. No, those are people that have set up those <laughs> hotels for dogs. When are dogs going to set up their own damn hotels? All right. That's a different story and a different show. But Uncle Sam as an entrepreneur, that's the headline for the New York Times. Before COVID-19, the record for fastest vaccine development for mumps was four years. Most vaccines have required more than a decade of research and experimentation. Yet yesterday morning, less than a year after the discovery of COVID, a critical care nurse in Queens named Sandra Lindsay became the first American to participate in the mass vaccination program for the coronavirus. I feel like healing is coming, she said. No, Joe Biden again. I am a doc. I have my doctorate in politics, mm-hmm. political science, because political people are people, right? They're, they're humans. Do you see the president of Canaries? No, no, they no, don't, don't. They don't engage in politics. Nope. And me and I, I put that as a point in their favor. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. I feel like healing is coming. No, no, no. Joe Biden said it's a dark, dark winter. No healing mm-hmm. is coming. No cure is coming for this. No miracle is coming. Now the New York Times is touting the miracle. It's a stunning story. I know. I can't take it. Can we talk about that for just a second or should I continue? Uh, We could talk about that for a second. Okay. Can we just talk about this for a second? I, 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 so agonizing. So, oh, (laughs) oh, there just aren't words. Really? There weren't words. They're not. There's not, not anymore. No. And for, for how despicable the media is. And this is the reason we're being torn apart. We're being torn apart yeah. because half the country said that this would never happen because the media they was said it feeding couldn't. It couldn't, couldn't no happen. Miracle. It was impossible. It wasn't going to happen. It couldn't happen. And they used mumps as the example. Yes. Our fastest ever vaccine start to finish was four years this can't happen by the end of the year well it did it did it did and surprisingly you would have known it before the election if the company wasn't in the bag for biden right anyway it's a stunning story of scientific success 
but it also fits a pattern that stretches back decades. <clears throat> Many of the biggest technological breakthroughs in American history have not sprung from the private sector. They have instead been the result of collaboration between private companies and the federal government. Here comes George Soros. Yes, and the Great Reset. Nothing to see here, gang. <laughs> Nothing. It's just the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. It's just the Great Reset. It's just the, the collaboration between private companies and the federal government. What's wrong with that? How do, you, how do you think they made all those, those drones for the drone war? It was a collaboration, collaboration between the government and military contractors. Yeah, so it's just not that a, easy. Okay, all right. <laughs> so the Defense Department, after all, says the New York Times, built the Internet. Well, no, now see, now wait a minute. No. Uh, they may have built a, a system that the backbone, I guess, is the Internet. But that's not the Internet as we know it. That's no. not what we have now. That's like, that's like, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, government uh, invented uh, the uh, Viking stove. What? <laughs> yeah. Ben Franklin, who was part of the government, he did the <laughs> potbelly stove. Well, wait, that's the hold it. OK, Um they have instead been the result of a collaboration between private companies and federal government. The Defense Department, after all, built the Internet. Government research and development also led to transistors, silicon chips, radar, jet airplanes, satellites, artificial limbs, cortisone, flat screens, and so much more. That, yeah. They're talking about NASA, right? The space yeah, they're program. talking about the space program, mm -hmm. and they're also talking about the Defense Department. Right. Okay? You, all of a sudden, the New York Times is like, hey, more money to the Defense Department. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a new one. Almost everything about your computer today and the way you use it stems from government funding at the early stages. Why? Because basic research is usually too uncertain and expensive for one company to afford. Often, it isn't even clear which future products the research may create. No kitchen appliance would have ever uh, have thought to do military research that led to the microwave oven. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When the government does a big project like send people to moon, we get Tang and we also get <laughs> GPS microwave ovens. And microwave ovens. Well, that's great. That's great. Then what does the private sector do with it? And are you suggesting that the Green New Deal? <laughs> see, this is where they're going. The Green New Deal is this mm -hmm. is the microwave oven and the moonshot. Yes. The Great Reset. This is to seed the ground for the Great Reset. With COVID, the vaccines from both Pfizer and Moderna rely on years of government-funded and sometimes government-conducted research into viral proteins and genetics. That research, Kaiser Health News explains, is the essential ingredient in the rapid development of vaccines in response to COVID-19. And the federal help accelerated this year. The government funded Moderna's work in recent months as part of the billions of dollars it spent to make possible a record-breaking vaccine. No, that's not what happened. Because it's Operation Warp Speed, a few things happen. The federal government got the F out of the way. 
It got out of the way. It mm-hmm. cut regulations. It cut things that made you do certain things that run up the cost and run up the time just so the government feels good. And how amazing is it that they've been able to completely avoid giving any credit to, to Donald, Donald Trump? Trump? They also Jeez. they did send money to each of these. Do you know what that money was? Our first, what, million or 10 million vaccines, uh, 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 vaccinations, they said, because we have to go quickly before you even know if it's going to be the vaccine, we want you to make, I don't remember what the number was, 10 million vaccinations. Then go to testing, because if it tests and it's right, we want to use it. We want to use it. So the money the federal mm-hmm. government gave was not just some pie in the sky. Hey, hire some more researchers and come up with stuff. It was to buy the vaccine, most mm-hmm. likely the vaccines that would be destroyed. Ninety percent of them because, well, you can't get it to the people fast enough. You can't make them. That's why they said, as you think you have a vaccine, make the vaccine. Make it and hold it and then destroy it. We'll pay for the cost, not because they're trying to develop something new that maybe will turn into a microwave oven, but because they were trying to save lives. And it had nothing to do with the cost of the vaccine uh, development. It had everything to do with the cost of the vaccine being made and put into a little vial and a little syringe and packed up so it could be shipped to your door. And who tore up all that red tape? Oh, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Donald Donald Trump. Do you know what do you know what they were po- protesting in uh in England? They were protesting in England that they couldn't make masks. They couldn't make PPEs. They couldn't make them because the government had control of all uh, medical procedures, all medical devices, everything had to go through the NIH. And so the big thing was when it first happened was we don't have any PPEs and they had to go begging to other people for PPEs. Meanwhile, the businesses were saying, just let us make them. We can make them. Let us make them. They didn't let them make them because everything had to be controlled by the government. You do not want government control. This is not about the government making this. This is about the private market doing what it does best when it's unleashed. Do you remember how pissed they were that they wouldn't that Donald Trump wouldn't tell the companies that they had to do it? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't use the federal stick and mandate where he could just tell companies what to do. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know where that idea came from? Yeah, the fascists in the 1930s. That's where that idea came from. Government just tells you what to do, what to make. Then they'll take all the risk, but they know better than the companies. You're just a cog in the government's machine. America, America, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. This is this is part of the great reset. 
This is Chinese capitalism. And by the way, anybody who disagrees with Chinese capitalism and is a Chinese uh, citizen goes to jail. You don't think that will happen here? Have you heard what people are saying? What these people who are now grabbing for power are saying about 70, 70 million people? They know the addresses and the names of, you know, 70 million people. They've got to be retrained. They've got to be reeducated. There's something wrong with them. Well, that sounds an awful lot like China. So why not just merge business? If we could merge business and banking into the federal government, can you imagine how free you would be? Gosh, I think I'm being too sarcastic today. <laughs> Do you think people thought I, I actually meant they might be free with that? I should point that out. Uh, if you've ever spent a night with your head resting on a my pillow that I'm preaching to the choir, you already know it's a great pillow. It never gets hot. You fluff it up once and it stays fluffy. I don't know how it works, but it does. And they're on sale for the holidays. Get one for the person that you love. More, more importantly, you should have one put under, you know, maybe your, your desk at work. I'm just saying. Boss can't be there all the time. For a limited time, Mike Lindell's offering premium my pillows for his lowest price ever. Get the standard queen and premium my pillow for only $29.98. That's normally a $70 pillow. It's $40 off, and the king size pillows are only $5 more. Mike's also extending his 60 day money back guarantee, giving you until March 1st, 2021, to see for yourself. This guy's in so much trouble. <laughs> Once. Once, uh, you know, President-elect Biden actually, uh, oof, boy, companies like MyPillow are in trouble. MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials. You'll find the amazing offer, the Giza Dream Sheets. They're great. They're on sale. MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets. They're all there. Just enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. Tell them the, uh, that I sent you, and you'll get the great radio specials, or just go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code back. 10-second station ID. So... Gosh, have you seen how Donald Trump has just pardoned everybody and his brother? Have you seen this? Oh, man, it's been bad. It's almost nobody left in jail. Yeah. He's pardoned 27 people. 27. 100? 2,700 no, 20, people. No, 20, 27. 27 people. Uh, Obama hmm. uh, pardoned 212. George W. Bush did uh, 189. Reagan, 393. Carter, in one term, 534. Wow. Nixon, 863. Trump's done 27 so far. 20, 20, 27. The big 27. No zero after it. Wow. 27. Think he'll be pardoning himself before he leaves? I think he should, honestly. You want him to, right? Donald Trump Jr., <clears throat> Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner. Yeah, everybody they're going to come after him. All in of the them. Biden administration. All of happens. them should be pardoned. Mm -hmm. uh, now, the problem is they're coming at him from the state and that a federal pardon won't have anything to do with it. But they are going to come as long as he says, I'm going to be part of an American future and I'm going to speak up. They will come after him. If he said, you know what, we're all going to retire and go away and you'll never hear a peep from us. They wouldn't 
prosecute or persecute them. But they are going to keep him front and center mm-hmm. on, on all four burners to make sure that they teach him and his family a lesson. And I think he should pardon all of them. All of them. I, I don't he should try to pardon himself, quite honestly. Uh, now, there's talk that he might pardon Julian Assange. Mm. How do you feel about that one? Mixed. Yeah, I know. Edward Snowden, definitely not. Yeah, no. But Mm-mm. Assange, uh, Rudy Giuliani, you know he's going to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he should be pardoned. I think you were right when you said persecution. They will be persecuted. They will be. Steve Bannon, I'm not a fan of Steve Bannon, so I don't want to comment. Uh, Paul Manafort, I don't think he should be pardoned. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He was doing really bad things. Uh, and and he, he was just swept up as part of it uh i mean we were doing stories on paul manafort and how bad he was for a long time before trump even mm-hmm. got him. rick gate should be pardoned george papadopoulos should be report uh should be uh pardoned i think kyle rittenhouse oh. should be pardoned uh especially after you see the actual full-length oh, video gosh. have you watched that yeah 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 it's unbelievable yeah, when you see the whole context of what happened ah context doesn't matter uh, yeah right uh the mccloskey's they no, should be pardoned. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, let's see. Michael Avenatti. Eh, not that. I mean, that's kind of like, I don't know. Should R. Kelly get it? Mm. Mm. No, neither. Should. <laughs> neither should Bill Cosby or Harvey Weinstein. Or, Of course, he could do that just to piss them all off. Yeah, you know would. what would really do it? Would be, well, of course, then it would look bad on him. Is um, What's her name? Just. Uh, just Lane Maxwell. Oh, Glane, yeah, uh, Glane. Maxwell, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please don't pardon her. Please don't pardon her. I'm kind of kind of rooting for a Joe Exotic on the way out. Yeah? Yeah. Not for any other reason other than it would drive people out of their minds. <laughs> it would. Yeah. It would. Only 27. Let's see That's who incredible. he pardons. Yeah, I know. Because they it's, act like he's been doing it the whole time. The whole time. Looks like he's just excusing everybody. Uh-huh. He's not. Remember, Obama 212, Clinton 396. Jeez. Carter 534. In one term. In one term. One term. Donald Trump 27. If it's a game of golf, he wins big time. Big league. is the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So if you're looking to buy a home, I have a secret you need to know. Buyers who have started their loans are coming out on top right now. They're ready to compete and win because they know how much they can afford. And I can't stress enough that the best lender to make that happen is American Financing. If you're buying a home, please Call American Financing. They're known for getting their borrowers into the homes for little money down. If you're pre-qualified, it just makes all the difference. It's a straightforward process that results in a custom loan designed specifically for you. No pressure, no upfront fees, no hidden fees. Uh, you know, that you're not dealing with the bank. You're dealing with a private company that is uh, still family-owned after all these years. Be fiscally responsible. Don't buy houses that you can't afford. Don't bet on the future. It's 2020, 2021, I think, is going to be, uh, oh, it's a dark, chilled winter, as Joe Biden says. 
Just do the right thing. Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Do it now. You can own some of Glenn's artwork. There's a reason he's top 100 in the <laughs> world of art. Check out his new COVID and art collection series at glennbeckart.com. America's leading skeptic, John Ziegler, joins us now with the 10 most important COVID-related questions which the news media is ignoring. Welcome to the program, John. How are you? I'm all right. Always good to talk to you, Glenn. Uh, so we publish this at glennbeck.com because I think these are important questions and you have provided uh, some answers to them and no one is willing to ask these questions, let alone answer them accurately. So can we go through them? Yeah, sure. Well, first, just for some background, I mean, I'm a senior columnist at Mediate, and I I submitted this to Mediate. I've had a very good relationship with them for five years, and uh, I I actually pulled uh, it from the process because uh, I have learned now uh, in COVID that this is beyond a third rail issue and that there are certain things now that are almost impossible to discuss in the so-called mainstream New York-based media. And I, I knew that this was going to be eviscerated uh, via the editing process. And I said, you know what, uh, let's let's not do this. Uh, I didn't want to get into a big fight. Uh, I wanted to maintain the relationship. And so I asked you, hey, Glenn, <laughs> maybe you could find a home for this. Yeah, absolutely. And, and thankfully you did. So, yeah, yeah it's that's, at glennbeck.com. By the way, there is also the raw report on the voting machines in Michigan. The raw report is what you should read. Um because uh, the stories I read today, they all said, well, that's taken out of context, and that's not really what the report said. So read the report. It's posted at glenbeck.com, and so is this. And this is really important. When we live in a society where you can't ask questions, there's a real problem uh, with freedom in that country, and it's only getting worse. So let's go through some of these. Yeah, well, I start with what does the recent surge in cases say about the effectiveness of lockdowns? This seems like a pretty simple question. Doesn't sure it? does. I mean, I, I uh, start this column by admitting that, uh, you know, I, along with a lot of the people who thought in late September, October, that maybe there was such a thing as low threshold herd immunity, and that maybe we would hit this sooner uh, than thought by the so-called experts. I admit, hey, guess what? Looks like we were wrong. But why doesn't the other side get forced to at least examine whether or not they were wrong about the issue of whether or not lockdowns are effective? Well, Both- you're seeing lockdowns and between 91 and 97 percent mask wearing, especially in these these states that are really locked down. But you've got a 91 percent or 92 percent uh, mask uh, uh, wearing with the population here in Dallas, it's higher in other places. So how could you be in lockdown, be wearing masks and tell me that those things are effective when the numbers are going up? Not just a little bit. I mean, these numbers are based, One of the things we've learned is that guess what? During the summer, this basically barely existed. I mean, in comparison to what we have now, if you believe uh, totally in the data, now there there are problems with the data. Uh, that's another question that the media won't won't answer. But we we have no introspection at all as to whether or not uh, the the most recent surge eviscerates the entire concept of lockdowns. And that leads to the second question: is what's the collateral damage of these lockdowns? You know, Glenn, I have 
two young children. I, I thought we were living in a society, mostly for better, sometimes for worse, where it's all about the kids, right? Mm-hmm. All about the kids. Uh, that has been completely abandoned and forgotten for the last 10 months. Uh, much of what we're doing here is literal child abuse, whether it's keeping kids out of schools and all sorts of other things that we're not, almost everything we do to it within a lockdown targets kids. Anything that's fun, apparently the COVID really targets. That's, that's what I, one of the things I've learned in the last 10 months. And, and so we, we never talk anything in the media about increased suicides, increased child abuse, increased drug abuse. No, 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 uh, no, we, no, 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 no. I have read in mainstream sources that there is no suicide increase. All of this stuff is nonsense. I've read it. I've read it. Yeah. Well, there's been all sorts of both data points as well as specific stories that in a normal media environment would have caught fire, fire. You know, where, where, where uh, you know, people would have rallied to the cause, whoa, what are we doing to our kids? But that has been verboten here because it, it makes people question the narrative. And you know how nervous I get when people in the news media dive into and get yep. emotionally invested into a narrative, narrative early on because then there's no going back. And well, I predicted early on in, in, with COVID that that's what would happen here. And the most, you've already referenced it, to me the most bizarre element of this entire narrative, and this is a tough battle to pick which was the most bizarre, but the the investment in masks by the mainstream news media is just so strange, uh, given the fact that, you know, St. Dr. Fauci uh, said in March that uh, they don't work and that people shouldn't be wearing them and that this was the conventional wisdom among the scientific community. And I predicted on your show a couple months ago that the, the whole mask thing would be the cover story that the left uses to show that they were able to finally defeat the virus. And Joe Biden has vindicated that by declaring we're going to have 100 days of mask wearing. 100 days, by the way, very sciencey. That's a yeah. It is. It number. is. Very sciencey number that he right. picked out of his backside. Um, and, and so the, the, why is there no questioning why masks are not helping in the data? Not just recently, but there, there are literally hundreds, and I'm sure you're aware of this, and probably most of your listeners are, that there are hundreds of data charts from not just around the United States, but around the world that make you not just question whether or not masks work, make you question whether or not masks are actually harming us with regard to the data. I mean, mm-hmm. there, I can't find I can't find one. Now, there's been a couple they've tried to manipulate and cherry pick, uh, you know, one in Kansas, Arizona, uh, Tennessee, but, but those are easily explained as, as being incredibly weak sauce. Why are masks not helping at all? And the media just is simply not going to ask that question because, let's be clear, why? Because the woke world dove into masks as a virtue signal against Trump. And once that happened, it was all over. It, because now the, le- the left-wing media, mainstream media, is controlled by woke Twitter. I mean, it's like woke Twitter basically edits the New York Times now, as insane mm-hmm. as that is. And so once that happens, you are not allowed to say anything. That Danish mask study comes out and says basically masks do nothing. And the New York Times changed their headline to say, well, the study says they don't really work, but you should still wear them anyway. That was actually in the headline, Glenn. I mean, that's the level of insanity here. And so... 
that's that's one of the big questions the media won't ask. And then one of the ones that I, I probably one of the few that have written about, uh, and I did so early on at media because I live here in California, and it, it never it, it never made any sense to me how in the world, considering all our connections to China, specifically in Los Angeles and San Francisco, that California would have been one of the last states to have a major outbreak here. How is that possible? And so my question is, if COVID was around way before March, what does that really mean? Well, we now know from all sorts of sources, including a, a Red Cross blood test uh, a study, that this thing was here in December. And by the way, anecdotally, I had hundreds of people tell me that they thought they had this in California in, in the December, January area. Yep. And so, so what does that mean? Why won't we at least ask that question? My gosh, here in California, Glenn, uh, the entire month of February in the Los Angeles area were Kobe Bryant memorials where people were hugging and kissing. And I mean, there was an indoor massive memorial on February 24th and nothing happened. No, nobody, nobody even recognized anything. Nobody knew anything was happening. We had a, the Los Angeles Marathon, I think it was March 7th or March 9th. Then the state closed down a week and a half later. I mean, this is a question. I don't know what the answer is. Maybe it took a lot longer to spread than we, we think. But, but shouldn't somebody be asking what this means, that we just went through an entire winter where, where this was circulating and nobody noticed? Here's a here's the one that I think re- that you asked that is really important because it's the mask thing. They're saying now, even if you get the vaccine, uh, you need to wear the mask because the virus could live in your nose and you'd be asymptomatic and it will spread. I, I Glenn, you have put your finger on the most maddening element of the well. There's so many of the vaccine uh, questions, and, uh, and by the way, I'm going to be on Bill O'Reilly's show later today talking about the the vaccine element of this. Uh, the 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 idea that somehow the vaccine changes nothing. This is the narrative that they're now spreading that it, that we still have to do the mask thing. We still have to do social distancing because you can still spread it. When by the way, and one of my questions is, what's the real evidence of significant asymptomatic spread to begin? with even without the vaccine i mean fauci said in january that that's never the driver of a, of a viral spread well, what happened to that almost everything we do is about the potential of asymptomatic spread there was a study out yesterday indicating asymptomatic spread is is very very low and very rare just as the the world health organization said and then they had to walk it back because it was so politically incorrect but what you just said is so important and it's an, and to me it proves this is about governmental control they, they they told us we had to wait yep. for the vaccine and no 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 even the vaccine's not going to be good enough because by the way the math now the math on this if, if we were doing even even third grade math we would know that if everybody over the age of 55 or even 70 percent of the people over 55 got a vaccine this thing is over it's over because no, but there's not going to be any significant level of death, assuming that the vaccine is anything close to as efficient as we, they say that it is. And right now, I have no reason to doubt that. Uh, I hope it is. But that's just remarkable to me because that leads to the next question, which is, what is the average age of COVID death? And this almost gets, you know, it's very serious, but it's, there's a comical element of this. I mean, when you Google anything, Glenn, as you know, you can Google the most ridiculous questions in the world, and Google has an answer right there for you. If you Google what's the average age of death in America for, for COVID, you don't get an answer. 
You literally do not get an answer. You get a, a, a uh, link to a CDC chart that still doesn't give you the answer. You have, to, you have to surmise what the median, you can't even get the average. You can get the median, which is about, it, I, it looks to me like 79 or 80, depending on how you do the math. And, and by the way, in many specific states who do give you that information, it's higher than 80. In many countries, it's as high as 86. That ought to matter. That ought to be the first, the second question. How many people are, are dying because of this? The second is, how old are they? Yes. I mean, because I, I mean, the average age of death in America is 78 years old. I'm sorry. When the average age of death of a virus is older than the average age of death, period, that's a significant fact. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so hang on just a second. Hang on just a second. Because I've got to stop you. I have a network break. I want you to answer one more question. I've got about a minute for you to answer it. Uh, all of these questions and all of these answers, there's more, are posted right now at glenbeck.com. And we should be sending this to everyone. Answer these questions. This one. What happened to the flu? Listen to this. Yeah, the flu is amazing. I mean, if you go to the CDC website, the entire country is green, which usually happens in the middle of summer when there is no flu. It disappeared. It does not exist. Now, I'm not suggesting that everything we're seeing right now is because the flu has been renamed COVID, but something is going on here. And the left, of course, is telling you, well, that's because of masks and social distancing. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't say that our most recent surge is because we've stopped following the rules all of a sudden, which is ludicrous, when, when, uh, you know, when obviously if that's the case with the flu, it would be happening with COVID, mm-hmm. too. Something doesn't add up, and no one's asking the right questions, Glenn. Thank you very much. John Ziegler, thank you for remaining a skeptic. Uh, you can read that now at glennbeck.com. Thanks, John. So a little left, a uh, little less than a week left on Patriot Mobile's Christmas special. Look into it. Consider switching. It's vitally important as we roll into the new year. We have to support conservative businesses when we can. And big mobile companies often contribute a portion of your bill to leftist causes like Planned Parenthood. Patriot Mobile does the opposite. They contribute to conservative causes. Now, they have the same great service, affordable plans. You can't go wrong. And they're having a special now, about a week, December 19th, it's over. Get a a Samsung A11 for yourself and for someone close, two phones, free, or bring your own phone, get a free month of service. Patriot Mobile is the nation's only Christian mobile company, and they'll donate to conservative uh, causes like supplying children with Bibles to uh, uh, to making sure that people are uh, standing up for abortion, uh, standing up for pro-choice uh, and standing against abortion. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. So check them out. The same service, lower price, and they celebrate Christmas. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Here is Mitch McConnell just a few minutes ago. The government has processes to determine who will be sworn in on January the 20th. The Electoral College has spoken. So today I want to congratulate President-elect Joe Biden. The president-elect is no stranger to the Senate. He's devoted himself to public service 
for many years. I also want to congratulate the Vice President-elect, our colleague from California, Senator Harris. Beyond our differences, all Americans can take pride that our nation has a female Vice President-elect for the very first time. I look forward to finishing out the next 36 days strong with President Trump. Our nation needs us to add another bipartisan chapter to this record of achievement. That is Mitch McConnell uh, officially recognizing uh, Joe Biden as president-elect. So I don't know where you go from here. Um, I don't know where you go from here. Uh, the, the you'll never convince me this was a fair election. You'll never convince me that this was uh, that Donald Trump didn't win this election. But we have to act on proved and tested evidence. This cannot be a guilty until proven innocent. It must be innocent until proven guilty. Um, it, the the uh, ramifications are too great to act on anything but hard proven evidence and maybe that comes unfortunately they haven't shown it in a great enough uh, number that would actually change things uh, and they haven't proven that in a court of law mainly because a lot of the courts won't listen but you cannot you cannot dissolve things when you don't have verifiable hard proof this is the Glenn Beck 